In the latest news, as I've been reporting, most of those who are getting sick have been vaccinated. A new report out of Israel backs this up yet again. Dr. Fauci, the fraud who has seemingly committed democide or genocide by government against the American people and much of the world with his suppression of hydroxychloroquine, the real cure, uh, with his uh, gain-of-function funding for the research in China and Wuhan, which he has now been caught lying to Congress about. Rand Paul has referred him for criminal prosecution. We'll see if that actually happens to the DOJ. Also, we have defendants in D.C. being tortured with yet another report, this time from one of their own attorneys. All of this and more coming up after a short word from our Patriot sponsors. Welcome back, my friend, to The Silent War with your host, Dustin Nemos of Nemos News, where we continue with your help to break the cycle of fake news. Let's dive in. There was a time when I had my head in the sand. Then I found out that power players pass lies for truth and truth for lies, especially in areas of life and health. I used to stay quiet, and now I speak up. I red pill my family. I red pill my friends. And I support redpillliving.com. Red Pill Living has real health products that support longevity, vitality, and detoxification against the deep state attacks on your health. It's redpillliving.com. Wake up. Stand up. Speak up. Nemosnewsnetwork.com. Breaking the cycle of fake news. So just as the Democrats have been pretending that they did not support defund the police and the movement behind it, and they did not actually defund the police in pretty much uh, all of the major Democrat cities, which are now having a crime spike, and we'll get to that a little bit later with Jim Jordan. But they've also flip-flopped on a number of other issues, including election integrity itself. Here is a video of numerous high-level Democrats, in their own words, telling you that Actually, they do not believe that the elections were the most secure ever, at least until it benefited them to cheat in the election. And then it became the most secure election ever, and any question to the contrary was immediately considered almost treason. Let's check out this video. I continue to think that our voting machines are too vulnerable. Our researchers have repeatedly de- demonstrated that ballot recording machines and other voting systems are susceptible to tampering. Even hackers with limited prior knowledge, tools, and resources are able to breach voting machines in a matter of minutes. In 2018, electronic voting machines in Georgia and Texas deleted votes for certain candidates or switched votes from one candidate to another. The biggest seller of voting machines is doing something that violates Cybersecurity 101, directing that you install remote access software, which would make a machine like that, you know, a magnet for fraudsters and hackers. These voting machines can be hacked quite easily. You could easily hack into them. It makes it seem like all these states are doing different things, but in fact, three companies are controlling this. It is the individual voting machines that some pose that pose some of the greatest risk. There are a lot of states that are dealing with antiquated machines right, which are vulnerable to being hacked. Workers were able to easily hack into an electronic voting machine. It was possible to switch votes. 43% of American voters use voting machines that researchers have found have serious security flaws, including back doors. We know how vulnerable now our systems were. We know, I know that 
hackathon that took place last year where virtually every machine was broken into fairly quickly. I actually held a demonstration for my colleagues here at the Capitol um, where we brought in um, folks who, before our eyes, hacked election machines. Um, those that are not, those that are being used in many states. Aging systems also frequently rely on unsupported software like Windows XP in 2000, which may not receive regular security patches and are thus more vulnerable to the latest methods of cyber attack. In a close presidential election, they just need to hack one swing state, or maybe one or two, or maybe just a few counties in one swing state. I'm very concerned that you could have a hack that finally went through. Now, try to reconcile that video with the current behavior and political positions of the Democrat Party around election fraud. That's a tough one to figure out how they flip-flop so quickly. Now, moving on, I also want to mention briefly that apparently Russia's permafrost is thawing out, and it has been doing so for quite some time as the area there is heating up. Now, this is not the same thing as global warming, uh, of course, the left is going to try to say something like this would, would just prove that global warming is happening and the world is heating up. In fact, the world is not heating up. It's cooling off. Uh, we're entering a solar minimum period uh, called the Grand Solar Minimum. But that's a, that's a digression. What's happening, uh, apparently, best I can tell, is that the world's geomagnetic poles, the South and North Pole, are shifting. In fact, they already have begun to shift. The South Pole is somewhere around Australia now, and it's moving. So, you know, this could explain some of the strange weather patterns that we're seeing. I mean, I'm seeing dust here in North Carolina, presumably from the fires on the West Coast, which a lot of people are complaining about right now. And it's even affecting the air here. It looks as though it's a, a little bit of a dust cloud. And maybe the, you know, maybe I'm the only one that can see it, but I can tell, uh, certainly just looking down the driveway, that there's a, a bit of a dust in the air. Certainly we've had strange weather anomalies lately, um, including unusually strong heat or cold or drought, uh, drought patterns. So this is something that we need to be paying attention to. And frankly, <laughs> I don't know if I want to go this deep on this particular video, but from the research I can uncover, uh, and this is one of those suppressed and censored things, and the FBI even has a hand, uh, strangely enough, uh, and the CIA in censoring some of this information if you go into the whole story. But frankly, um, and this may be tough for some people to understand, but it seems as though planet Earth goes through some sort of a, a pole reversal with a destructive end to it, sort of a cataclysm, every 12,000 or so years. And it seems as though in the relatively near future, next, I don't know, 50 to 200 years, we may be suffering another pole reversal of the magnetic poles. And, you know, when, when that happens, uh, in theory, you know, because no one living has actually survived one, and all we have are ancient records and archaeological records and, and geological records and, and things that can prove, you know, we can prove the flood, for example. The biblical flood is easy to prove, uh, and, and numerous, you know, cultures even uh, for example, have uh, written testimony of the flood, but there's other situations throughout mankind which has also been pretty cataclysmic as well. There used to be a school of study called cataclysmology. <laughs> it's a bit of a tongue twister, but it was discredited after uh, certain theories were destroyed that had been floated by CIA-connected types. So um, I don't know 
what to make of the whole thing. I'm certainly not a geological expert, but it seems as though the pole shifting has something to do with the uh, weakening magnetic field of planet Earth in combination with the increasing uh, electromagnetic um, activity that we've been seeing from the sun, which the sun, as we know, guides most of our cyclical weather, weather patterns. It's not mankind farting and, and running our cars that creates climate change. It's the sun. And we go through cycles of heating and cooling and and uh, grand solar minimums, grand solar maximums, and sometimes we get sunspots, sometimes we get sun flares. And a strong sun flare, uh, you know, even if it's just electromagnetic, could hit us with enough energy to fry our electronics, even if they're unplugged from the wall. This has happened before uh, in recent history. Last couple of hundred years, we were hit by a geomagnetic storm, and it actually fried um, like the telegraph machines and stuff, even if they were unplugged, started turning things on fire. Machines would run like they were being powered by, you know, um, uh, Nikolai Tesla's technology with no plugs being plugged in like the light bulb. And this is the kind of thing that could hit us again within our lifetimes. Now, <clears throat> I don't want to alarm you, and I'm going to get back into the news in just a second, but worst case scenario is the planet Earth hits a point where it stops slowly shifting this geomagnetic uh, reversal and it starts quickly flipping and maybe it hits like a like a tipping point where that that momentum just starts to tip fast and if that were to happen and earth were to snap to its new favorite geomagnetic location uh, and there's different theories about where that will end up being um, you know you'll, your new north and south poles with new ice blankets on them and you're going to have new uh, you know, equatorial regions and new deserts where formerly there was ice, and that may be explaining why the permafrost is thawing, kind of bringing it back to that point. Um, however, if it were to shift all at once, and you know, as I can understand it, the period of about a day or so, or less, maybe half a day, uh, planet Earth, which is spinning at about a thousand miles an hour, might shift in a different direction, but all the water and all the wind would continue for a while at about a thousand miles an hour. So you're going to see some pretty crazy weather beyond a normal uh, type of storm. You'd be seeing a mile-high wave of water tsunami. You you may see you know thousand mile an hour winds. You know you never know. Just temporarily, uh, you could see tectonic plates begin to to break apart and and lava come out uh, like some sort of hell on earth while the tectonic plates are are shifting because of the geomagnetic flip. I don't know. This is stuff I've, I've researched a little bit. I've looked into it a little bit. It's, it's fascinating. But I just wanted to comment on this because it is an interesting branch of study uh, for you if you have the extra time to look into cataclysmology. Um, so continuing from... There's a great channel called, I think it's Suspicious Observers on YouTube. They're still, the, they're still there on YouTube somehow because <laughs> um, I guess they don't talk as much about political stuff. They're, they're talking about you know, geological history, history and such. Anyway, so check them out if you get a chance. Um, also, Pelosi, back to the politics. Uh, Pelosi has rejected uh, McCarthy's GOP picks, Jim Jordan and Jim Banks. These are the two that maybe would have stood up. Um, obviously, they're the more Trump types. Uh, Jim Jordan, of course, especially has a, a long history of, of being a stand-up guy and doing the right ethical thing. Um, of course, we also have a few others that had been selected and um, uh, she had no problem with them that tells you all you need to know for example 
Rodney Davis and Kelly Armstrong. So um, in response to this, McCarthy responded saying, you know, it's a sham process. And, you know, he and others like Jim Jordan agree that this was all politics the whole time and this proves it. Let's also not forget that Fauci's big excuse, although it was not a point Rand was making, was that those viruses that they were researching in Wuhan could never have morphed into this pandemic, the coronavirus outbreak. Well, first of all, that's not an argument Rand Paul was even making, but secondly, according to uh, MIT biologist Kevin Esvelt, who reviewed a paper that Fauci and Rand Paul were referencing that published uh, was published with financial assistance from Fauci's NIH, they concluded that it was gain-of-function. So, Fauci's lying. Even his own researchers admit it. Boom. And yeah, I'm going to put all of that in my new book. I may break it into two books because it meant it was meant to be sort of a defensive cue and, and a critique of fake news and, and sort of a logic book about how to defend against it and you know give people the formula to fight back against fake news but now it's turning into a historical archive of everything that has happened as well around coronavirus and january the 6th and with the vaccine and the depopulation agenda and the great reset so this book is just it's blowing my mind and i hope it'll blow yours as well um, and i'm putting a lot of work and research into it i don't even have a name for it yet but when it comes out i'm going to let you know now of course um and you know if you're if you're interested in in looking at the other book I've put out and any of the other books that we're selling, check it out at thegreatawakeningbooks.com. So I want to also mention Ron Johnson, Senator Ron Johnson has also weighed in, and he says that Fauci lied under oath, and he's culpable, and he needs to be held accountable. Now I don't know what Rand Paul and Senator Ron Johnson are thinking in terms of accountability they're probably thinking a slap on the hand maybe an official sanction or censure and then uh, let him keep his job keep making all the billions and all the people still die and I don't think that's the appropriate way to go I'm not impugning their motivations but you know I, I don't think that the establishment Republicans are going to be very firm here I mean these people committed treason these people have murdered a lot of people I think that they should be tried as murderers for uh, you know, at the very least, involuntary manslaughter, uh, but certainly their complicity in the cover-up being worse than the crime, uh, the the document trail being a mile long, and their own admission and confession in their own words. I mean, we've got Fauci lying, and Fauci as a mass murderer. It can be documented. So um, again, moving on from there, uh, Rand Paul has asked the DOJ to officially investigate Fauci for lying to Congress. I don't think it's going to happen, but technically Fauci could, in theory, go to jail. Perhaps this is why some of the health officials in Australia are telling people not to talk to each other, don't have a conversation. This is insane. This is communism, folks. I mean, they're following the shutdown blueprints of communism, uh, and that's going to be in the book as well. That's why a lot of this stuff doesn't seem to make sense from a medical perspective, but it does from a tyrannical perspective. Um, nothing that they're doing is new or that creative, frankly. If you study history, you're seeing the blueprint. Paris clinics are offering fake coronavirus passes for as little as 250 euros. The black market is surging as, of course, 
Where there's a will, there's a way. People are trying to avoid the poison, so they're getting the fake passport to pretend that they have it. Because how much longer are they going to allow us to say we already got the virus and therefore we're naturally immune after the World Health Organization deleted natural immunity from the history books? No joke, they changed their definition, as I recently reported as well. So race relations between black and white Americans has hit a 20-year low, according to one poll. Not a shock to me, I believe it, because the Democrats have spent nothing but the last four years doing very little else. Um, I mean, they spent the last few years doing nothing but, I should say, uh, trying to divide and conquer America, primarily based off of race. How many times did they ask President Trump, do you disavow white supremacy? A hundred-something times. Why? because they're trying to, to drum up hatred between the races. In the Whitmer kidnapping case, the supposed, you know, MAGA patriots out there trying to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer, Big Gretch, what a joke that was. And we knew it was a lie even then. But here's what came out of it. Twelve FBI informants entrapped six defendants, and two of the FBI informants have already gone to jail. Um, this is insane. And in fact, it's entrapment. And that's exactly what these defendants are alleging. Uh, and hopefully they'll get it dismissed and, and the FBI will be, you know, verbally reprimanded because that's the worst that they can get. Because even when they commit crimes, they don't go to jail. Uh, we also have a capital defendant um, attorney, uh, one of the uh, defendant's attorneys, saying that the t detainees are being tortured. They're being subject to torture five miles from the White House. And CNN, of course, I don't know how they had him on in the first place, but they shut him off immediately after saying that he's, um, you know, utterly unbased in fact. And the attorney said people are being tortured, tortured. Um, and of course, they're trying to do a case of whataboutism. If you watch the video, it's all about, well, what about the, the poor police who were attacked by MAGA? What about this or that? And, it, it, you know, you're refusing to even answer the question. That this attorney was asking is, are you okay with people being tortured? Um, and of course, the CNN uh, reporter, we already know this anchor, um, Avalon, they're all like that at CNN. They don't care. He, he was arrogant and condescending and couldn't care less about patriots being tortured. That's what they probably want for us. We also have, especially at CNN, they're insane far left radicals we've seen time and time again, and they hate America and Americans. We also have Senator Ron Johnson chiming in that says that the data from Israel shows 84% of new COVID cases are with vaccinated individuals. Now, we are already saw, as I reported yesterday, that 60% of the cases in the UK that were hospitalized are also vaccinated. So most of the people getting sick are the people getting the vaccine. Everyone else is just fine. Thank you very much and we'll be okay. Um, with that said, I hope you found this video to be of value. If you did, please consider liking, sharing, subscribing. Um, let us know what you think. We're doing some articles. Um, you know, I'm starting to write some articles. I normally don't do it because of time, but I'm starting to write and put out a lot of articles now on the website. Let me know what you think as well there at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash news if you want to join our subscriber list and get updates also if you want to support us financially and uh, i'm not asking you to if you think that it's a burden or if you just don't find what we're doing to be of any value but if you do please consider returning that value 
and helping to support our mission and independent media by going to redpillliving.com or nemosnewsnetwork.com sponsors and looking through any of our sponsors. We have the Great Awakening Coffee com we have redpillliving.com and by the way at redpillliving.com for a very limited time while supplies last basically just for today or tomorrow you can use the coupon code free c and if you spend more than 25 dollars on the whole website which a couple bags of coffee or something and you're already going to drink that anyway you get a free bottle of our vitamin c which is i think it's like 50 dollars so it's just free we throw that in there as a gift and the reason we even do the $25 thing is so we don't get some sort of like crazy left-wing scammer that sends us a thousand orders from a thousand different people in Zimbabwe wanting free stuff. So, you know, you have to earn it a little bit, but it's basically a free bottle of the best vitamin C that money can buy. So check it out, try it out, and let us know what you think in the reviews and the comments. Um, that's at redpillliving.com with the coupon code free C. Or you can just use the coupon code NEMOS for 15% off the whole website. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Dustin Nemos out.